Okay, I think we're on. Um, hi, y'all. Um, I'm, I'm Ash. And I'm Brett. And this is That Magical Podcast. I'm so excited to be um, doing it here. With uh, yeah, uh, this is great. This is so awkward. <laughs> uh, episode number one. Episode number one, and it's ten twenty in the morning. So, and we got Starbucks, but but Ash is not. He's only halfway through his Starbucks. I'm so. halfway through my kind of warm Starbucks, which is <laughs> it's nice though. But um, so welcome to our podcast, y'all. Um, we are so excited to be here and to be sharing our thoughts on. Disney and literally, Brett, honestly, Disney is owned by so, it owns so much it extra things. It does. Like, it can go, like, we can talk about Moulin Rouge one yes. day because that's Fox and yes. that's Disney. We could go into Star Wars. Maybe. You know, <laughs> you know I mean, we, we could go down so many rabbit holes, but. Yeah, we can go into so many different avenues. We can, it, it, so we, so don't, if you're not like, into those Disney nerd podcasts. Don't worry, this is going to be kind of a mixture of all a bunch of different things. So, yeah. Um, so, Brett, why don't you introduce yourself first? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, um, my name is Brett. I am the Community Outreach Coordinator at Ennis Public Theater. So come on down. We always offer amazing shows. Um, and I have, uh, two kids, I'm married and I am a professional actor as well. Yeah. And you've done a couple of short films too. I have. Yes. I've done some short films. Um, I'm filming three TV shows right now and, um, always looking for the next gig. So hit me up. Yes. Um, and I'm Ash Alamo. I am a writer and performer. Um, I, Met Brett doing shows here at Ennis Public Theater. In fact, we're in Ennis Public Theater right now, recording we are. this. Recording this. Um, so it's so it's really fun. Um, yeah, y'all just had auditions this past weekend for y'all's Christmas show. Yes, yes, Ooh, we did. That was a burp. Um, <laughs> uh, that's that's making it in. Thank you, um, Starbucks. <laughs> thanks, Starbucks. Uh, Sponsor us. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, I would not take... Okay, so Brett, are you ready to just dive in? Let's dive into Disney. Okay, so today we are talking about our favorite Disney films. And just so we wouldn't have to make big, long lists of things, we're each, we've each narrowed it down to our favorite modern Disney film, which I would consider, for me, I would consider Little Mermaid to the present um which right now is in kanto but that could change um if you're listening to this in like two years or so <laughs> um i would consider because really um little mermaid i and i didn't tell you why i think consider little mermaid the beginning of the modern it's because that's how when they started doing the storytelling mm. like the like that's when they really started adapting more of a musical theater storytelling instead of just like oh cute animated long animated short right. with a few songs yeah. in it that aren't pivotal to the plot mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. like you could take the songs out of 101 dalmatians right. and be complete and still have a really good movie right. so so that's how i'm breaking it down and then the classic literally from snow white to 
I say Oliver and Company, but that I mainly did that because I know there are those Disney nerds. They'll be like, "Well, where would you put Oliver?" You know, mm-hmm. all those weird lot movies from the seventies that no one really remembers. Well, they go in their own little drawer. <laughs> they go in their own little drawer. They're the bra- like they're cute. Yes, but like. Bette Midler as a dog, that was a choice. That was a choice. Bette, but Cheech Marin as a chihuahua, that was a real choice. <laughs> um, anyway, so Brett, um, you want to start with your modern? Sure. Okay, so my favorite modern, um, and I'm going to take just a little bit different approach as far as classic is concerned. Um, so I was born in 89, yeah. and we've kind of discussed this. So I got to go through what they call now the Disney Renaissance. So I got to experience Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin, Pocahontas, Lion King, all of these greats in theater. Um, So I I feel like uh, just very nostalgic for that. So I kind of consider that more classic. Um, So my favorite modern has to be Moana. Okay, so here's why. The first thing is that it's not about finding a guy. No. For her, it is about finding who she is, her destiny, her purpose in life. Um, and overcoming all of the obstacles mm-hmm. um, that, you know, that she has to. Um, and I just love that. Um, I also love How Far I'll Go, the song. Yes. I feel like it is mm-hmm. the best Disney song that has been written in a while. I know that Let It Go just kind of went through the roof from Frozen, but I just feel like How Far I'll Go has it has so much more depth mm-hmm. um, to her personal character arc. Um and I also love that Moana looks like a human being. Yes. In that she... and not and not like a doll. Exactly. So I if you look, um, it, it really bothers me the older I get, um, because I have a daughter that's like Jasmine's eyes are wider than her waist. <laughs> and <laughs> it's true. Look it up. And it's not realistic. And it just it really bothers me. So I love Moana that she is just a healthy human being and not some Anorexic. alien creature. Yes, exactly. Yes. So um, I also, I love the the tropical vibes, the ocean. Um, yeah. I, I just- I The know. animation in it is absolutely gorgeous. Yes. They always say water is one of the hardest things to animate. That's why, you know, you don't see like many show, many dis- animated films that take place in water because it's really hard even with you know computer graphics it's really hard because it's just a clear depth and the way they you know manipulated the water to look it looks real but also so magical right right and and it's it's a fine line because it either looks great or it looks like bad cgi it's it's almost like if you're on stage it's better to do no accent than a bad accent it looks great or like blue jello exactly it's what, yeah, it's so beautiful. And I, I do love Moana. It's not my top, because I have not, I did not see Moana until a few, until the pan, until the pandemic mm-hmm. when we were all stuck at home. Yes. And I was like, well, I have Disney Plus. Yeah. But I actually did a, we did a song from Moana. I used to do um, shows with Family Music Theater here mm-hmm. in Dallas. And we they did an award show every year called the Sammies because our director was Sam Germany, oh, so cool. we called yeah. him the Sammies. Love it. And we did, um, we did one 
year we did a Disney theme. And so our closing number was the, um, oh, go which was kind of weird because we were a bunch of white people of course. with the one ethnic person, yep, you yep, know, getting yep. the solo. But it was like, and we were all in Hawaiian shirts. It was <laughs> which really, is which that, is not Moana. That's not Moana, that's Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I was like, we should be seeing Hawaiian roller coaster ride, which is also <laughs> an underrated bop, if you ask yes, me. Yes. But, but yeah, that the music in that show, it's by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And he wrote the whole score for that, didn't he? He didn't just write, it's not like, Howard Ashman just writing the lyrics right, or right. Stephen Schwartz just writing mm-hmm. the lyrics and right. Alan Menken. Mm-hmm. So it it's really uh it is music in that and like there's a lot of bops in that. Yeah. Like I love I love the um the song the crab sings the shiny shiny is it's just so phenomenal. fun. And it's, what a fun role to play uh, because they do, they have Moana Jr. Yes. Um, available to, to perform. And man, you just you get to come on, you steal mm-hmm. your, your, you get one scene, one big song. It's like the King Herod know. moment yes. and Jesus Christ Superstar. Yes. But also what I love about that character is it's kind of a return to the classic Disney animated villain. Mm-hmm. Cause we'll get into this in another episode. I feel modern Disney movies don't have like these strong villains and that's like because they all have the um surprise villain Mm -hmm. like spoiler um zootopia right frozen hans is evil right my my funny frozen story to tell you um my i was once watching babysitting one of my friend's daughters and she was two and she loved frozen so Mm -hmm. we watched it Mm -hmm. and when when hans Mm-hmm. Oh, Anna! If only anyone would love you. She went up to the television. She just she went up to the television and just went, <clears throat> men. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she's now like four, so I feel old. Well, she but she uh, she learns she learned she, learned, she learned great. Yes. I'm like I'm like oh god, she's going to become a lesbian now. <laughs> probably, I think we might have just turned her into a lesbian, which that's not how it works. In case you're wondering, but. It, it just not the, because of frozen not because of frozen or it, you don't turn lesbian but <laughs> just the whole like uh, men <laughs> yes okay but yeah back to moana um it's yeah i love that film and i need to i, I need to rewatch it again cuz i haven't watched it in a, yeah have you seen so right before the pandemic disneyland opened a new parade and there's a moana section they do sections with mm-hmm. float and there's a little and moana has a big parade mm-hmm. she's on like a wave it's mm-hmm. really cool yeah um but then um the little tiki guys yeah, uh-huh. the, the the dance the male dancers have them and they're oh, like little cool. dolls yeah. i'm like can i get a doll Aww. like that they're so cute yeah. and they do like crazy and then there's the chicken that hey 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 and, and he's in a little barrel and he, yeah and it's remote. It's like a remote control car type yeah. thing where he's control. Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah. I would also love to play the grandma. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, that that's a beautiful so moment yeah. too. Yeah. It's that's so a good. that. It's such. Honestly, Moana is Disney going. We know we made some mistakes with yeah. Pocahontas. Yep. So yeah. we're gonna fix. We're gonna tell basically the yeah. same story with Moana, yeah. but instead of having it be 
I mean, because Pocahontas, we're, we'll delve into the history of that sometime because the history behind that movie is That's fascinating. That it's fascinating, itself. but you know, so it's it's going to be it. Moana is great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Um, okay. My turn. Yes, your turn. So um, my favorite clock or that yeah, my favorite modern Disney movie is Beauty and the Beast. I just think it's a perfect animated film. You know, it has, and like when I was young, I didn't analyze it, um, but I did get to see it in theaters. Not, I wasn't born when it originally came out, but I got to see it in, um, it, they re-released it for one of its anniversaries and they added Human Again, mm-hmm. which is a song they <sighs> had in it and then they took it out because it stage. ran. It was, it's it, so they took it out and then they put it in the stage yeah. musical. And then when they brought it back, mm-hmm. it's honestly another underrated bop. It's such a good. We need to do an episode of underrated. Yeah. Songs. Disney bops. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We do. Coming soon. Um, Coming soon. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, I, I love Beauty and the Beast. Um, it's the story. We all know the story. It's about Belle and what similar to Moana, she is not actively looking for a man. Mm-hmm. She is going to, she goes, she goes to the castle to find her father. Right. And, um, and like, yeah, we can make jokes all day long about how it really was one of the starters of the trope, like the mother's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. what happened to the mother, right. you know? Um, but it's such a beautiful story and the way it really is one of the first examples of disney taking like a classic fairy tale and putting their own spin on it a la frozen and beauty and the beast and aladdin Mm -hmm. you know the way and i think what really makes me love it is the score right it's one of it was howard ashman's last score he wrote in full Mm -hmm with Alan Menken before he died. Mob song. Okay, we're going to get real serious here All for right, a second. Mob song. So during the 1990s was when the AIDS right. crisis was going on. And that's what Howard Ashman died of. Um, and he wrote the mob song as a response to how he felt as a queer person mm-hmm. with the AIDS cri- You know, right. so like there's this like one of the lines, gosh, I'm gonna get teary because exactly. one of the lines is like, "We don't like what we don't understand." Right. In fact, it scares us, and yeah. this monster is mysterious. And like he, he he said in an interview, or Alan said in an interview, like he he would write it as instead of "kill the beast," he would write it as "kill the f anti-gay f word." Yeah, yeah. And then they changed it out for yeah. beast. But um, yeah, it's it's just such a beautiful story too, and the animation is, oh my gosh, the mm-hmm. animation! I love how Belle is the only one in blue yes. in the whole village. Yes, like everyone else is in like reds and oranges, and there's one woman in purple, mm-hmm. but literally everyone else is blue. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a fun fact: I did Beauty and the Beast twice in the span of seven months. Wow. Never, never again. Never again. <laughs> I, I did the ensemble. Yeah. I did it once because I love Beauty and the Beast. Right. And then 
FMT was doing it and I was like, and I really wanted LeFou because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm aging out of it. And if right, I don't play right. it right now, I will never be able to play it. And I didn't get LeFou, but I got an ensemble and, you know, in Bell, there's all those singing, speaking parts. Yep. Well, I got the, um, the part, um, I got the same solo parts that I did uh-huh. in both production. Both. Yeah, I got the, but behind that fair facade, I'm afraid she's rather odd. Well, you were off book already. I so was, I was so off. Well, listen, I was like, I was like, Dr. Germany, do I really need to come to music rehearsals? Because mm-hmm. I, you're having me sing tenor one. Mm-hmm. I, I know the music. Yeah. I still had to go to music rehearsals. He's like, but now you can be a leader. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, thank okay, you. Thanks. <laughs> okay, thanks. Let let the person who doesn't know how anything about reading music be the section leader. Sounds great. Yeah. But yeah, just like it really is, in my eye, a perfect Disney movie. I cannot say anything negative about it. Um, and originally the history behind that movie is really interesting. It was supposed to be, it was pitched when Jeffrey Katzenberg and Michael Eisner and Frank Wells came on to Disney in the 1980s, right before the black cauldron Mm -hmm. came out. They had, they called it a gong show pitch meeting and anyone literally a janitor could go to Mm -hmm. them and pitch, you know, a movie. And if they got it and, you know, so this was one of the pitches was a retelling of Beauty and Beast. And um, they've been wanting to do Beauty and Beast. Like, I think Walt Disney wanted to do right. Beauty and Beast, but he couldn't figure out the tone. Yeah. You know, because he didn't want to make it. Because he, he didn't. I think he wanted a more serious tone with it, but he didn't want to make it too serious. And he knew if and he didn't. But if he he wanted he first he thought about ma- not making the objects mm-hmm. like the like Lumiere and Miss right. Potts not speak, just be right. inanimate mm-hmm. objects. But then he was like, "No, that makes it too serious." And he right. was like, "Well, what?" If, but then the designs were too cartoony, you know, to be mm-hmm. taken serious, mm-hmm. to be taken seriously. So it was just, it so it was one of those yeah. things that never came to be until the nineties. When um, I don't remember who someone suggested it it might have been glenn king who um is a bit he animated Mm -hmm. he i think he was moana's primary Mm -hmm. animator i think um he animated um mufasa i Mm -hmm. believe he he, he's one of the big animators from disney from that time period i think he might have suggested beating the beast but so and they tried it and they had one director and it was very similar to the original story it wasn't really a retelling mm-hmm. it was very similar it was um bell got a stepmother and her name wasn't bell it was actually beauty mm-hmm. but they were like that seems that's a bit too literal. that's too much on the nose yeah and like there was a sh- uh, there's a shipwreck and there's always a shipwreck there was a shipwreck there's in- always a shipwreck Yes. And that's the ship in the Little Mermaid. That's, it, that's how it all ties. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's, oh, gosh. It's the ship from the Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. but then gets rebuilt and becomes the ship in Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. And also later in Frozen. Yes. And they're up in 
And then yeah. w- w- let's just go all the way with this. And it it's the um it's the treasure planet ship oh, yes. that they find they find like driftwood from it. I don't know, like okay, let's put this in. no. Um <laughs> no, no, but yeah, uh gosh, we're crazy. Um <laughs> but yeah, it's such a fun and entertaining ship. Be our guest is my in the movie version of Be Our Guest, mm-hmm. not the musical. After right. doing the musical twice, I never want to do Be Our Guest again because it's a 10 minute dance yeah. number. No, uh, no forking way. No, no forking way. <laughs> With all the forks and, uh, and knives yes, yes, I around. Get no, no, I, no. You want to hear what I played in as my enchanted objects in my the first time I played a beer stein, and I had a hat. It yeah. looked like the Asian. Yeah. Hat, you know? Yeah. It looked like that, but it was a beer, but it had a handle on it. Mm-hmm. And then I had a silver sleeve yeah. and uh-huh. a yeah. and two hula hoops with fabric, <laughs> with gray fabric on it. Yeah. And the tapestry of wolves. Why? I don't know. Hmm. I, I guess they wanted like that design on it, I, I guess, know. but I don't know. It was weird. And then the second time I did it, I played a pair of boots. Oh, lovely. And no one knew who I was. It, <laughs> no one knew who I was. Like, my friend, Sean, he came and saw me, and he's like, dude, I just applauded whenever the big comfy couch came out. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Beauty and Beast, perfect. Also, just uh, her coming down the staircase in that dress. It's just like, yes. it looks so flowy yeah. and fluffy, yes. but also well-structured. Yes. And then... um. A year after I first saw the movie, we went to Disney World and they had a castle show and she came down in her oh. dress and it literally looked straight out of the movie. It had this like translucent fabric. Oh my gosh. From it. Um, yeah, it's, oh my gosh, it was so pretty. Okay, so I've never been to Disney World. Okay. I want to go as an adult without my children because... I want to do what I want to do. And I know, yep. you know, super selfish. That's fine. But I grew up when all the good stuff was out. I want to go and see what I want to see. And like, I know that you're waiting in line a lot. Yeah. But I, the number one thing that I want to do there is try the gray stuff. It's oh, delicious. Yes. Yes. That's, I just so, want to try the gray yes, stuff same, so same, much. Same. So I've only, that's the only time I've been to Disney World because I am broke. Um, and Disney is really expensive. Really expensive. But honestly, maybe if our podcast makes us money. Yes, we so can record an episode at Disney World. We could do it of Brett trying the gray stuff. Oh my gosh, because I bake. I'm a baker and I, I want to learn. I, I think it's kind things. of a pudding type thing. I think thing. it is too. It's like a mousse as well. A mousse, it's yeah. Like a mousse on, there's, there's this catering company here in Dallas that will do Disney themed mm-hmm. stuff and I once went to an event where they catered it and they had gray stuff, but it was just a cupcake. It was a chocolate cupcake with gray icing. Mm, it was okay. Yummy. It, it was okay. It reminded, it kind of reminded me of, you know, in Steel Magnolias, they yes. have the armadillo yes, cake. Yes, the red velvet cake. The red velvet <laughs> armadillo cake. That's what it reminded me of how it looked. But it was supposed to be gray stuff from Beauty and the Beast. Uh, that's, that's another bucket list show for me is is still still my Magnolia. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's a great show. I don't know why we haven't done it here in a few years. Know. Well, probably because the warehouse just did it. Mm. 
But anyway. Anyway. Back. Okay. So I think we've talked enough about our modern favorites, don't you? Yes. Anything you want to throw in about Beauty and the Beast or Moana? Yes. So um, I'm going to piggyback and go into the classic because I consider Beauty and the Beast a classic. Okay. And that is my favorite one. So I'm going to kind of piggyback off of yours and just go into what I love so much about Beauty and the Beast. Okay, let's talk about okay. Beauty and the Beast some more. So um, the animation, and like I, when you were talking about the animation earlier, that my very first thought was when she comes down the staircase in that dress. Yes. And the animation of the 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 shine, the the glimmer, the way it moves, like, like everything. I and, don't know how they did that. And how would he have a dress in the castle that fits her so perfectly? Like it's just meant to be. It's just, it's amazing. Well, how does he have a magical wardrobe that... That, that, if I ever did Beauty and Beast yeah. again, that's the role I want to oh play gosh. because she literally yes. opens her, oh, let me see what I have in my drawers. Yes, yes that's it's the amazing. best role. Okay, sorry. Go back. So, the, yeah, the animation, I love how um, the the tone of darkness and light in certain mm-hmm. scenes, like it really, especially right at the end when there's the, the fight with Gaston and he, you know, Gaston loses. Spoiler. Um, and then I can't you know, believe she, you're spoiling. The oh my gosh! Part. It came like, on ninety one. Two. Ninety two. Get get a TV. Get get, yeah. a, <laughs> get with it, people. Get a um, TV. Get a TV. Get Disney Plus. Um, get your life together. If you have not seen this. Um, but then when when the spell is broken, like everything is just so much lighter, and um, it's just yeah, it's a great contrast of of colors and, and tone. just like even the opening. When it starts on the forest, you mm-hmm. know, with the ba da 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 yes. da da da, uh-huh. that is so yes. beautiful. Yes. You know, old Disney, if they made a shot that beautiful mm-hmm. looking, they would be focusing on it. Right. They would have a scene Absolutely. play out in and, front of it. And I, I also consider this to be a classic because it's hand animated. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think for me, that's where I draw the line of classic versus modern. If it was done yeah. on the computer, like basically Toy Story on because it's CGI. Okay, I get, I get that's, you now. That's, that's where my line is. I get you um, now. But the yeah. hand drawn, there's just something special and special. different about it. Yeah. Um, and then for like, like you said, Belle is not after a man. A man. Like she's actively she just ignoring wants, yes and, a and, man. And Gaston is hot. Let's just let's just Gaston. call a spade a spade. I mean, he's got the muscles. Mm-hmm. He's got. He's you know he's. He's, he's a good-looking guy. I have a friend named Keith J. Warren. Hi, Keith, if you're listening. He played Gaston three or four times. Mm-hmm. He looks just like Gaston. Yeah. And he's now played the Beast twice. He played the Beast mm-hmm. the first time I did Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. He was our Beast. And he's, but he did, he's done Beauty and the Beast like mm-hmm. five or six times yeah. now. So yeah. anyway, continue. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so, like, she's just not... That she does not have time for any of that. Like she just wants to read and learn and just see the world. Mm-hmm. And then I just, I just, I love her, her attitude. Yeah. And she's just Same. like, I am so much bigger than this, yes. than this life here. And like, she sees, she sees it early. Um, and, and she, she seizes it, you know, um, She's also just fiercely loyal because she mm-hmm. she goes for her father, and yes. then and then at, you know in the in the mob song she's like no like don't you know don't kill the beast don't hurt him mm-hmm. he's kind you know and so she's she's sticking up for him, um, and I just 
the song at, at, at when she goes through Madame Gaston, can't you just see it? When mm-hmm. she go, she's running up on the hill and she picks the dandelion. I want adventure in the great white somewhere. It's just so mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, it's so the yearning for the adventure. It just, yeah, yeah it just really hits yeah. me. So I, I just, I love that. So as someone who has a mutual interest in Beauty and Beast, I didn't want to bring this up, but Emma Watson. Okay. In the live action Beauty and the Beast. That that was another thing. So let's talk about the live action. I love how they um, really went for the personality and character of LeFou in the live action of crushing hard on Gaston. That was just spot on. It, 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 it's perfect. It's perfect. It was perfect. It makes for him. sense. It it was so well done. It just, I mean, it was great. Uh-huh. All right, so we are back. Yeah, after some technical happened. difficulties. Yeah, first time, y'all. Okay, so we are talking about the live action, action Beauty and the Beauty Beast, and the Beast, um, and how we love what they did with with LeFou, yeah. um of him crushing hard on Gaston and that it was just the absolute perfect choice. Well, and, and G- Josh Gad. I mean, was, come on. Like when they announced him, I was like, oh, they're going to do Olaf. But right, but, really, was, but, mean, but yeah. Josh Gad is such, he's a real strong theatrical actor. Yes. He comes from the world of Broadway. So like him doing all the film, he's not, he's not like James Care or James Corden right. that does the same right. thing every role right. he does. Yeah, he really made it. He really made it. Different. Also, I just love his little Tom yes, thing, yes, his costume. Mm-hmm. It, it, but yeah, LeFou was yeah. perfect. I really like the character of Maurice. Yes, in I the like, I like because like yeah, the kooky guy is funny. Mm-hmm. The odd one is funny, mm-hmm. but. Like he had every... sadness about him that reminded me of Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, <laughs> like it was <laughs> yes. just. <laughs> yeah, but also, like, I do wish they would have added the his song from the musical. No matter what, I think yeah. that's such a gorgeous song. Yeah. The song they added though for him was beautiful, yes. but I I just it it, it it's such a sweet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just such a yeah. beautiful song and uh i love it but um yeah so uh, so when i me and my friends we went to go see beauty and the beast when it came out mm-hmm. the re, the the live action mm-hmm. one um and we were we had all we were all in the little mermaid together yeah. and we just finished performances where <laughs> little mermaid sorry cast party was like let's go see yeah, beauty and yeah. the beast yep and um I remember there was in the mob song, yes. there was a moment where Gaston lit a cart on fire yeah. and it said gunpowder on the cart. <laughs> <laughs> and we all just were like, what? What are you doing, Gaston? If, if I was an extra, I would yeah. have been like, my cart. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my no. cart. How am I going to feed my family? Yeah. I, would make, I, I would have been the breakout starring I'm a peasant role. in France. What am I going to do? I mean, peasant in France, which yes, there's, you know, an enchanted castle, but there's also a plague and mice yes, running yes, around. Yes. Uh, it, there's it, a famine going there's on, a people. Fa- <laughs> <laughs> My family. No, but I love I, I love uh, that. But it makes it so funny because yeah. I rewatched it. I rewatched the, the sing-along version mm-hmm. 
because they have a sing-along version of it now on Disney Plus, which that makes sense. Right. Into the Woods sing-along version. I don't know a five-year-old oh, yeah. other than me mm-hmm. and maybe like a maybe Katie Sullivan, right, right? Who would be like, "Oh, mom, let's what? Let's sing along yeah, to into, into, the into, the into the Woods." Like yeah. into the sometimes it's not right. Sometimes it's not a follow the bouncing ball mm-hmm. type <laughs> lyricist. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that, that I and I liked how they what they did with the be our guest. Yeah, segment yeah. that was really fun mm-hmm. it captured the same whimsy but it beauty and the beast the more live action anime remakes have gone on the less of a problem i have with beauty and the beast because mm. at least they tried to change stuff yeah, so they did not try to do the like what lion king did and just do a shot for shot right remake yeah, with James Earl Jones mm-hmm. still uh right I, I I bet James Earl Jones like why do I have to come in here and say these exact same lines yeah again? just pull the just pull use the, the one from the yeah, 90s exactly yeah but so yeah. what did you how did you feel about Emma Watson okay deep breath <laughs> there we go I'm putting the coffee cup down okay um she can't sing. I think we should all just acknowledge. She's, yeah. I think she would acknowledge it, you know, maybe not right now, but when she's like in her 60s or 70s at the home, she's like, yeah, I think she could admit there I are other people who could have played that better. That could have, but I liked some of the things she did with the role. Mm-hmm. I liked, you know, she still got the character of Belle across to me. Right, right. You know, I still felt like there was a tinge of Belle Mm -hmm. in there. You know, not like Jafar and Aladdin, where I'm like, what the heck is this? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, I think that's just my biggest complaint, is that you've chosen somebody for star power over maybe the talent that you needed. And I mean, she very clearly has not been trained in, in singing. Um, Honestly, you know, who would have been great as a, as Belle? Emma Stone. Yeah. She, because see, she, at that time she had just did La La Land a Mm -hmm. year or two before. Mm -hmm. And I I would love to see her in more musicals. I feel like Anna Kendrick would have. Anna Kendrick would have been a good Belle. She's got, she's got the vocal chops. Yeah. But I get why. Part of me mm-hmm. gets, but also doesn't under, yeah. like, you're doing a live action Beauty and the Beast. I don't feel you need to cast, like, a huge star. Right. Because you're, it's not like, you know, we're, you're doing a, you know, a brand new film that right. is, is not based on anything, mm-hmm. you know, where you're like, yeah, we need a big star to right. come in. And, like, even, like, playing the Beast, they had Dan Stevens, which really all he had done at that point was Downton Abbey is Matthew Crawley. And so I liked him though. Yes, I and I, I think he was a great choice because it was somebody who, uh, you know, he was familiar to some people from from Downton Abbey, but to a lot of of viewers, he was kind of mm-hmm. new. And so I, I, yeah, I like the idea of not casting these super huge stars to because you also else up. well, and because you also just go into it like part of me did not get fully into Belle. Right. Because I was like, oh, it's Emma yeah, Watson. Yeah, it's Hermione. There's 
it's, Hermione, it's Granger. Hermione Granger yes. yeah in France yes um yeah but I did not beating the beast like I said I don't have a huge I think yeah. it like yes it messed up some like I did not get the character of Gaston in that version. He's just really, really nice to look at. He he is nice to look at. I just and the whole but, uh, like all the the dancing on the tables in the lodge. That was fun. Out, that was just amazing. Also, they it took me well, back to Newsies. Uh, yeah, but also the, they changed the silly girls to like something fr- some French term. I'm like, yeah, why? Yeah, <laughs> like it's silly girls. Not the lad de Yeah, not that. I'm sorry, French people. No. Um, I'm not making fun of your culture. But, but, but the only words we know are like croissant. Croissant. The croissant. Po- I, now, I did Chef Louis last summer, so I know le poisson. Le poisson. Yeah, that, that, that was, yeah, that was a fun show. Oh, but yeah. um, that's, that's my, one of my daughter's favorite songs from it, from, uh, from Little Mermaid. I'm gonna send you a video of me doing it, and you okay. can show it to her because it's because okay. it, so, someone from our light booth recorded me doing it because they were like, they need to see this. Yes. But um, anyway, um, so okay, I think we've talked about yes. live action yes. Beauty and the Beast yeah. long enough. Yeah. Um, let's go on to my favorite classic. Um, my favorite classic. I could not pick one okay because i have two that i really really love it's and they're and they were back to back the first one um i want to go into a little bit is sleeping beauty mm-hmm. the animation behind it yeah it's so gorgeous yeah. it's the neat the way they it, it looks like one of those medieval tapestries yes. it's the it's yeah. the inspiration they were going yeah. for and like yes Sleeping Beauty is like Aurora is boring, Philip is boring, but at least Phil. But like that's the first Disney prince that gets mm-hmm. a little personality, right? Beyond a yawn and Cinderella yeah. and Cinderella, like, Prince Charming. He he doesn't even have full face facial features drawn. No, like, he doesn't. Just, he doesn't. He's just generic well, like, white guy. Well, like here's well here's the thing, Prince Charming. His father gets more screen time than exactly. he does. So, but again, I love Cinderella too. Right, right. It's a it's a such a sweet film. But Sleeping Beauty yeah. is my one of my top two. I and these are all they're always interchangeable. Mm-hmm. That my top these two. Mm-hmm. So Sleeping Beauty, I just the art design is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's so neat. It's so unique. It's so the budget for it went skyrocketed. And um, so and it and it didn't make a lot of money. It's the first. That's why they did not do like a real honest fairy tale retelling mm-hmm. until Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Like unless you want to count Black Cauldron, but that's more of a fantasy right. than and, a fairy and, um, tale. Sword in the Stone. Has Sword in the that, Stone. That, that, yeah. But that's still more fantasy. It's right. not based mm-hmm. off of. Right, because Sword and Stone is actually based off and of a book. Ar- yeah, the King Arthur stuff. So. Yeah, and that's I don't consider that fairy tale. That's yeah. an actual right. literary book. Right, but um, but yeah, Sleeping Beauty. It could even be done as a silent film where you're just watching and there's just that, music and it would yes. just still. Be I, I, it would have been it would have been amazing if they 
if they would have used the music from the ballet to yes. tell the story. Yeah. But I get, you know, I get why they didn't do that because Fantasia. Right. Did, yep. They yep. didn't want to risk, they didn't right. want to take too many departures from Cinderella and Snow White because those both were so successful mm -hmm. for them. But that, and let's, the reason Sleeping Beauty is so amazing is for Maleficent. Oh, yeah. And we're, we're going to do a villain episode mm -hmm. later on her. But she is so fabulous. Mm -hmm. And I just love mm -hmm. everything about yes. her. Yes, I love how, I, I think that, that casting or creating a, a villain that is this tall, beautiful, intimidating woman is so much more... It's so than like the evil like Ursula, boogie. yeah. You know, I like, love Ursula. I love but, Ursula. I love Ursula. But she rest in peace. peace yeah, peace. poor rest yes. in peace. Oh, yeah. also rest in peace, Angelo Lansbury. Yes, Mrs. Potts. Mrs. Potts. I can't believe we did not talk about <laughs> Mrs. Potts. We're horrible people. Um, but oh, yeah, rest in peace, Angela. But um, um anyway, here, you need a tissue. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, um, okay. But anyway, yeah, so Sleeping Beauty is one of my favorite classics. And then my other favorite is the one that came right after it, 101 Dalmatians. Yes. I, that just speaks, it's but. so nostalgic to me. Because so my family didn't really know the difference between like the regular Disney, like animation movies and the sequels. Ah. So like when I was like, I want Lion King they brought me Lion King one and a half. Yeah. Okay. You know, and so like, but except for the really old ones. Right. So 101 Dalmatians is one of the only Disney movies that I actually saw the original version mm -hmm. before the sequel. And um, uh, I just love it. It's, and it's so neat because Sleeping Beauty was so grand in scale. Right. It lost a ton of money. Yeah. So that's 101 Dalmatians is when they started doing the Xerox, the Xerox process. Mm -hmm. And um, Ken Anderson was the art director for yeah, that yeah. film. And he was like, well, if it's going to look different, let's just embrace the yeah. different, yeah. you know, the, and so they did the backgrounds to with xerography and it looks, beautiful. it looks like straight out of like a mod, like a magazine from the fifties yes, or sixties. Yes, it 60s. looks like, like a, a, a book. Like a Norman like, Rockwell, like almost. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. so neat. I I love the way it looks. Cruella Deville is such a fabulous yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah. Her 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 design, like to your like back to Maleficent. Right. Maleficent looked. She was just such a, you know, mm -hmm. big. You know, she, her presence was just right. so big. Cruella was the. Maleficent was this, I talk softly, but I carry a big stick. Exactly. And Cruella is the, I talk loudly and yes. I carry an even bigger yes. stick. And it's called my checkbook. My like checkbook. It's, yeah, it's yeah I have power. my checkbook. Mm -hmm. I have my checkbook. I have, like, the minute you hear the car. And the, did you, have you heard about how they animated the cars? Mm -hmm. They use xerography for that too. But they did it, they made models of the actual cars. Mm -hmm. And they drew thick black, they painted like these thick black lines mm -hmm. onto it and filmed it. And so like when Corella is in the ditch and right. and it, there's that snow that looks mm -hmm. kind of weird, yeah. that's live action that was Xerox over. 
So it's really neat how they did that. And I just love it. And it's really one of the first Disney movies that did not need, that did not use a lot of music. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of just, Mm -hmm. like it has a few songs, you know, really it only has one full length song and that's Cruella de Vil. Right. And then the other is a jingle for the dog dog treats. For the dog treats. Canine crunchies. Canine crunchies. And the other one is a very weird song at the end about, I don't know how this is going to age well, but um, (laughs) a Dalmatian plantation. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Like, I think plantation means something different in England than it does here. Yes, we'll chalk it up to that. So... I, that's what, I, but I, I, it's just such an adorable film, and the action of it is so fun. Mm-hmm. I love the Twilight Bark scene yes, where yes. all the dogs, and you see dogs from Lady and the Tramp, yes, yes, like you I see Peg it. and the Bulldog, yeah. mm-hmm. and I don't know if you've noticed this, but when it goes to the street right outside the pet shop, mm-hmm. you see Lady, mm-hmm. the shadow of Lady, mm-hmm. and the shadow of Tramp. I love it. You don't see them fully, but. I love- those kinds of easter eggs i, I love that i love that type of stuff it's yeah. so cute yeah uh, it's uh i i love that movie yeah but it's great yeah well i think that's we're at a good point yeah don't you this is this is good this is good okay let me open my notes to see what where we go to now um so conclusion so brett your favorite modern is moana and favorite classic is Beauty and the Beast. And my favorite modern is Beauty and the Beast. And my favorite classic classics are Sleeping Beauty and and, and One Hundred One Dalmatians. I can't speak today, apparently. So, Brett, okay, let's plug. Um, we have an Instagram page. We do, and it's that one, the number one magical podcast. I tried doing that magical podcast, but someone owns it. Someone owns it. I'm like, who owns it? Give it it up. Give it up. We need a podcast. I have made a podcast. (laughs) Um, So we have that magical podcast, that one magical podcast on Instagram. And then um, there's also this amazing app, Brett, called Spaces. Mm -hmm. And it's a queer, it's app made by queer people for queer people, but anyone can join. Um, and it's for, and it's about, um, and it's kind of like Facebook groups, but a whole app of that. Yeah. And we have a space for that, for our fans when, when we get some to talk, yeah. <laughs> to talk about, um, our, to talk about it and yeah, send us questions, send us questions. We'll do, go do stuff on there. Um, but that's at spaces. It's, um, just look up that magical podcast and you should find us with our velvet blue logo yay okay brett how can people do you have do you have any instagram or twitters to plug sure all right so you can follow me on instagram at sweeten if desired that's because i'm a baker and i add sugar to everything so i always desire it to be sweetened so at sweeten if desired on Instagram, you can follow me there, um, and I post um, stuff from my acting, songs that I've written, um, so you can follow me there. Um, and yeah, that's a that's a good place to reach me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, and then you can follow me on Instagram at 
authentic underscore ash 97 the year i was born um but yeah and just keep a heads up we're gonna be coming out with a bunch of brand of new podcast episodes soon um we have some really interesting topics we've discussed that we are going to talk about i'm hoping move on rue Yes. would be one of them because it's Disney. Yes. It's now Disney. Satine is a Disney princess. Yes. yes, yes. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Ash. I hope you enjoyed and uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends to listen to us. Bye, y'all. Bye.